Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hi, and welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian rollerblading podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and in this episode, I want to do a, a bit of a rollerblading podcast roundup um, as of June 2018. Um, podcasts, like any kind of media, particularly new media, come and go. It's a pretty amazing thing to last the distance with something that you're doing in your spare time and something that's fairly ephemeral and fairly, um, you know, for the moment, of the moment, you know, and... Um, and so this really is just a glimpse into what is currently going on in podcasting with rollerblading. And I have restricted it as well to stuff that touches largely on aggressive inline skating, even if it spreads beyond that to uh, big wheel blading and mushroom blading. In a sense, those are all um, uh, expressions of the broadening of the aggressive skating community rather than entirely separate slalom, speed, dance, podcasts if they're out there roller hockey podcasts um and going through this i mean i guess there are comments that can be made about angle and themes and approach which you can have preferences about and there's comments that can be made about the quality of the production or that just the skill of the presentation of the people involved um, but then another whole aspect, I think, of a lot of media, especially podcasts, I think, is there's a big sense in which you're hanging out with the people who are hosting the podcast. And so um, I guess just as you've got taste about podcast length, production quality, topics, um, there's also a degree to which taste has to do with just the kind of people you get on with. And you you develop a degree of relationship, even just by listening to a podcast long enough, you f- feel like you develop a relationship with the podcasters. And if you just don't click with them, even just as a listener, you tune out a little bit. And so this is very much my impression of the people I kind of click with listening to. And that's partly expressed as well by the, the degree of interaction I experience from some of these people online. They, they foster an online community of which their podcast is the centre. And if I find that to be a positive experience, you know, that's part of it as well. All right. Um, apologies if I've missed anyone out here. I don't think I have. I think I've, I've kept fairly well on top of stuff. Um, and, uh, and shout out to Blader Union who've worked quite hard to collate things and so that you can go to bladerunion.com, to com, <laughs> go to their um, binge podcast section. You'll be able to find stuff there. And if you're podcasting and you're not there, you should start submitting stuff to them because they want to help people find your things. Um yeah, but so so apologies if I have left anyone out, but what I've gone for here is the stuff that is currently, with one exception, that is currently live, currently updating. I'm not going to touch on, um, on a YouTube-based podcasts, quote-unquote, or um, podcasts that aren't actually findable through iTunes or um, podcasting apps. 
Um, that's a sad thing if you're preparing materials that you want to share, and the only way people can do it is by going to SoundCloud or listening uh, on your the website, the WordPress square space you've built or something. That You're really limiting your audience. For me, if I can't find you on a podcasting app, download you, kept up to date in one simple place, I'm not going to listen to you, sorry. Um, so you should, it's not too hard to set up stuff. Um, set up your SoundCloud and get, and get your feed and submit your feed to iTunes. It's not hard to do. It's worth the effort to do it. So send it through to iTunes um, so that it can be findable everywhere um, and send it through to Belated Union and you'll get away more listeners. Um, I'm also not going to cost you. Yeah, on the YouTube thing, um, I, YouTube, I can't find a place for YouTube in my life as a subscribe format. Um, I'm unusual in this, may, maybe, but I find it hard. When I'm sitting down to watch stuff, I'll smash through a bunch of skate videos off Blader Union or off the um, BMAG video section um, or just on Instagram or I'll be watching Netflix or some other movie or something on a, you know, a, a television channel's on-demand website. Um, I'm not going to be sitting down and watching this kind of consumable talking content so that's a bummer. I mean, I'd love it if Skate Talk by Ricardo Lino, he puts lots of content out there, and he seems like a pretty nice, fun guy. He's very generous in the tips and the advice and the reviews and the opinions he throws out there. But because it's only on YouTube, I'm, I'm just never going to bother with it, and that's really sad. Um, so, Ricardo, you should get your stuff out onto podcasting as well as on YouTube. I mean, for me, YouTube's annoying because, like, I often listen to stuff while I'm driving, doing housework, walking the dog, um, uh, stuff like that, and um, shopping, going shopping. Um, and you can't easily, with a YouTube thing, just download it onto your device and listen to it while your device is locked. It just turns off, you know what I mean? And so it's you're carrying it around, you accidentally touch the screen, you bugger it up, you know, so... Uh, and similar, Blader Union has a video thing of some kind, and I'm sure it's great. Those guys are great. But again, because it's video only, I just, no, just not going to happen. So so not commenting on that. All right, then. So leaving all that aside, what have I got? I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine podcasts, not including Mad Beef rollerblading podcast. Um, so roughly in order of how old they are, Mushroom Blading guys, um, Joe McGarry and... Um, Todd McInerney, How to Be Unpopular podcast. How to Be Unpopular has been going for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. Um, it's very rarely updated now, uh, but even the one they did update recently was really good. And so that's worth listening to. It's really patchy. Some of them are very short. Heaps of them are stupid long, like hour and a half, two hours plus. Um, and of those ones, they often just go on and on and on about nothing and they're just recording while they're waffling or while they're um, slowly getting drunk or whatever and so it's the quality is very low um I, I was look, i was inspired by them because i went look if the quality is this low and still they've got me listening to it and wanting to listen to it and keeping on listening to it then you can get away with not having to spend heaps of energy um, polishing your audio and heaps of money recording quality wise and you can still produce something worthwhile which they've done they also inspired me negatively by being so long and their episodes having no, apart from names of who's on the episode, no 
details in the titles of the podcast. And so I've gone for shorter with very clear themes um, so you know what you're listening to before you listen to it. Um, but, yeah, there's lots of great stuff there going back through the backlog. Um, I mean, some of my favourites, the all-time great, is an amazingly powerful interview with um, with Angie Walton from Daily Bread. That is just a must-listen. Um, there's a very weird, emotional, strange interview with Chris Edwards that's kind of worth listening to. But luckily recently, um, uh, was it the Powell Movement? I uh, did a recent one with Chris Edwards, which I think is much better, and he seemed to be in a much better headspace for that. So, um, And uh, there is a, just a weird, hilarious interview with um, Julian Barr that's really worth listening. But there's lots of great stuff in there as you chart the kind of slow formation of the concepts around mushroom blading and big wheel blading, um, and as you chart this um, uh, identity formation of what rollerblading is in the decline of its popularity and in a reaction against its over-intensely um, cool self-identity um, and the rise of the Canadians as just this force of skill and creativity and um, cultural contribution to rollerblading. How to be unpopular. Go check that out. Rocktown is another really old one, the Rocktown podcast with Brian Kranz. Um, very high production values around the podcast itself. Once it gets going, um, it's broadly conversational and it's in a very hangout format, it seems to me. It's okay, but at least for me, um, it's, it's, I think it's like a West Coast American-based thing, and at least for me, it, I guess I just don't super click with the guys, and so it feels like it's conversations that group is having with each other about the things that group's interested in. And they seem like fine guys, and, and it'd be nice to meet them one day, maybe. But but I, I don't look at that podcast and rush to listen through it the way I do to some of the others, you know. So that that's really a cup of tea thing. And 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 can I put my finger down in you know down onto what it's about, what its interests and concerns are? I mean, mushroom blading is interested in this. A reactionary alternative approach to rollerblading. It's interested in blading history. It does some great stuff in terms of even commentating on old videos. It's um, it's about lifestyle as well. It's um, it's about te- lots about blade tech. You know, I can say all these things about how to be unpopular. What's Rock, rock Town about? Uh, rollerbladers hanging out with each other. I don't know. I don't know. So that not that don't don't take that as overly critical. It's just not my cup of tea. So you give him a listen. They, he, credit to Brian Kranz for doing it for so long and continually doing it and doing it to a good production quality. It's just not so much my cup of tea. The Powell Movement, Powell, P-O-W-E-L-L Movement, is not a rollerblading podcast. It's an action sport podcast by Mike Powell, a skier for K2. Um, uh, very high production values and, and sponsors and, and um, a very skilled kind of um, uh, hosting style, also all based around interviews. Um, it's at, and, and regularly, in addition to skiers and snowboarders and scooters and skateboarders and BMXs, he'll talk regularly with rollerbladers. Chris Haffey, um, Chris Edwards, Arlo Eisenberg is a really great one, really great one to listen to. Um, uh, Brian Aragon was really good. Um, uh, Alex Broskow, who now we know is, is skating for them skates. Congrats them and congrats, Alex. Um, yeah, and so that's, I always bother to listen to that. He hosts them well and he prepares for them very well and um, and they're, they're kind of mid-length episodes, half an hour to 60 minutes. Um, so they're worth listening to. 
Um, the one criticism I've had there that I know others have picked up on is that it seems he's often running the line again and again and again of rollerblading used to be big, now it's not big anymore. And that just gets a bit tiresome. So so that's my criticism there. Um, but yeah, check out Power Movement. Um, True Spin podcast came up. Well, True Spin and Back to Blading, these next two, they started roughly the same time that I started and really we're the beginning of a new wave of rollerblading podcasts. There's a bunch that have dropped off, um, organic bladers, blader geeks, and there are probably still others still that I never found that had just stopped uploading. Um, but really when I came back into skating and began contemplating this podcast, there wasn't heaps out there, you know, at all. Um, and so that seemed part of the prospect. I went, we have a need for more of this stuff. I want to listen to more of this stuff. Uh, no one's doing it. Well, if no one can do it, then I can do something. Um, and so so I sort of, you know, stuck my hand up and gave it a go. Uh, and soon after, it seems a similar thing was happening with Steve Johns doing the True Spin podcast in um, California and Lawrence Ingram and Ben Vanderhagen uh, doing the Back to Blading podcast. And, and um, I can't tell you off the top of my head where those guys are based. Uh, East Coast, though, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh yeah, so True Spin Steve is a tattoo artist, works from home, knows lots of the California rollerbladers, um, has come back into skating, I think after a hiatus, uh, like Lawrence with Back to Blading, is a big fan of buying, 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 experimenting, and so he likes the blade tech, um, and likes blade reviewing, and likes blade fetishism, you could say, getting new stuff, um, uh, Steve himself has a bit of experience with manufacturing, and so there's a, a significant um, technical aspect to stuff, and he's always doing interviews, so he's always interviewing other people. So he's a, he's a nice guy. I, I did a podcast with him, and and I keep in touch with him. Credit to him for you know working social media and being interactive in that kind of way. You know, so it's it's a living podcast. Um, uh, my my couple of thoughts on what's not so great with True Spin, that, you know, again, take with a grain of salt, this is all just preference stuff, is it is all interview-based, like the PAL movement. Um, and I don't know, for me, I deliberately only do interviews sometimes. I mean, they're always very popular, and that's a way to get a bump in listening for me, is to do an interview. But but I deliberately didn't want to do not always interviews because the risk, I think, with an interview is... Um, uh, it's only as good as the interview subject, and so it can really vary in quality. And so when I'm contemplating, do I listen to another uh, True Spin episode, I kind of go, oh, how interesting is the person going to be? Are they going to be a good interviewer? You know, so it's always a cold start. Um, uh, you know, whereas I feel like if, if you've got a good podcasting host, then you're spending time with them, and you know that they'll always be good. So that's that's a first criticism. And another one is that, um, I hope Steve doesn't mind me saying this, no offence, man, but sometimes he can get on these riffs and talk a bit too much. Um, now, I do want the host to talk, and I do want to get to know the host, but I don't know, I, I feel like sometimes the way that happens doesn't quite doesn't quite work. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't, so that's a that's a thing there. But worth checking that out. I, I, I do appreciate what um, uh, uh, yeah what Steve's doing. Back to blading. Lawrence Ingram and Ben Vanderhagen. Um, Lawrence came back into blading. He was involved with the fifty fifty frame company um, that that stopped. 
um, and then he stopped skating. But he's actually just with resurrecting back to blading. He's also resurrected the fifty fifty frame company as well, which is cool. Um, and and the kind of conceit of the show is him slowly reorienting himself to what's happened in rollerblading over the last decade or so, and Ben kind of filling him in. Um, and this is one of my favourites. I, I I just like the guys. It took me a while to warm up to it because um, Lawrence at first, I mean, he's a very driven, active, highly productive guy. The amount of content he's delivering and the way the podcast is part of a website, is part of live streams, is a part of, like, you go and check out the Back to Blading website and it's growing all the time. So he's a um, very prolific and very energetic guy. But his, at first his, um, his voice presence seems fairly downbeat. And uh, when he's thinking, um, sometimes it sounds like he's almost in physical pain, the way he kind of, the noises he makes when he thinks. And so it took me a while to really get into the groove. And then Ben's a fairly prickly sort of character. And so at first I just was kind of like, do I want to listen to this downbeat dude and this prickly dude? And the answer is I do. They're really great guys to spend time with. Lawrence is generous, thoughtful, um, uh, old enough and comfortable with himself enough to just have his own opinions and take it or leave it. Um, ben is grumpy and critical in a really fun kind of way. They obviously like each other a whole lot. Um, and there's a, a tech interest, like with How to Be Unpopular and True Spin, an interest in blading tech. Um, but there's also a broader cultural interest, lots of commentary like with How to Be Unpopular, lots of, you know, what's new in... Um, in videos, what's new in products, what's new in, you know, and they'll be on top of the news of all that stuff, which is really cool. Um, yeah, and, and this broader project of trying to just contribute to blading culture in a bunch of creative ways through the frame company, through live streams, through Lawrence being just really public with his own gradual skating progress and, his, you know, he's sharing his intermediate skill with others. And it's just really cool. So that's that's a good one. I really like that. Thanks, guys. Keep it up. They're really consistent with delivering, and their shows are about an hour. Um, and so it's a good, like, you kind of, I feel like I get to hang out with them, a good, solid hangout with Lawrence and Ben. Um, and they're really fun in interacting as well on social media. How to be unpopular, rock town, power movement, true spin, back to blading, spellcaster. Tom Mosher started this with huge long episodes, weird dude um, connected with the mushroom blading and shop task bunch in Canada. Churned out a bunch of really long, rambly episodes, super late at night, often talking about all the other things he had happening in his life um, with work and some bag company he has. And, and I'm going, man, how long can you sustain this? Gosh, I'm exhausted listening to you. And so I'm not super surprised that it's kind of dried up after about six or seven episodes. Um, but I really like the dude. I thought he was fun and sparky. He used to be into other kind of action sports historically. And so he's got this history in different kinds of action sports. He's eager, he's keen, um, quirky. Um, so I've included it here, even though it's dried up, because I'd like to encourage him to get started again. Tom, if you're out there and you're listening, you should get back into it. I like what you're doing. You did it well. Find some sustainable way to do it and, and get back on the horse. Um, but, of course, if you just can't with your life and your family and your work, I get it. That's fine. Um, again, great to get little connections into that Canadian scene, which um, I think it seems like Canada, along with Australia, have, have had just unique contributions um, compared to, to our population size and our distance. I don't know. Sometimes I think places that aren't the centre can see things and do things differently, and perhaps that's part of what Australia and Canada have been able to do. 
Um, the Blader Rat Podcast. Brad Oz from Portland, Oregon, um, owner of the Haunted Wheel Company, has has created a well produced um, podcast, longish podcast with a narrative thread that is a conversation coupled with actual skate um, skating sessions. Um, uh, it very much feels like you're hanging out with a crew, a, um, a West Coast hipster blading gang with their particular interests and group of friends and um, snobbery and stuff. It's not one of my favourite, but it's good. It's, it's, it is that sense of hanging out with a crew and getting a sense of a crew. Um, uh, and it is very much more focused on those people rather than interviews per se. And I think it works. So I'll, I'll occasionally check that one out. There's no particular theme to that. It goes in a range of directions. Maybe it's about life, the lifestyle rather than the technology or the culture, um, the broad culture and media, like um, back to blading. This is much more actually the lifestyle, people in the lifestyle, and perhaps that's what you could say about Rocktown as well. Um, speaking of those sort of scene-based things, um, if we've got ones from Canada and ones from the East Coast and West Coast, then blading culture recently has started to introduce us to the UK blading scene. And Eric Richardson, who's a massive driver in the honour roll computer game community and even started up an honour rollers podcast as well, um, has started blading culture. And, and that is, again, scene-based, um, uh, lifestyle-based, but also with this computer game dimension. Um, and, uh, and that's relatively new, and it's fun having a, um, a UK accent in the mix. And again, someone, some of these podcasters like Lawrence um, and, uh, and the Mushroom Blading guys and Blading Culture are really deliberately contributing and using the social media platforms and so creating content very consciously, and, and that's, that's really cool. And then last of all, one I've just found, I think I knew of it, but because it hadn't yet come into podcasting, I, I, I hadn't, I had no way to listen to it that I was going to be bothered doing, um, is Joshua Campos, I think from Canada, Josh Campos, with the new Top Soul podcast, new Top Soul podcast, um, and at least their most recent episode is available um, on podcasting apps, so what's that about? I don't know yet, and I'll listen to it after I've recorded this, so maybe we'll let you know in future. So there's the lay of the land, and within that, I think um, Mad Beef sits as an Australian-based podcast, a not-so-well-produced one, a shortish one rather than a long, rambling one, an occasional interview-based one, but not mainly interview-based. Um, and what what's it interested in? Um, the lifestyle a little, um, the Australian scene as much as I can, um, the learning and the doing of skating, and then touching on blade tech and blade, the wider blade culture and media uh, from time to time. I think that's the kind of spot I'm sort of sitting in. And yeah, like um, some of these, speaking for the older blader um, and the solo blader, perhaps, rather than the person one who has the luxury of being embedded deep in a wider community. I think that's where I sit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, anyway, I hope this helps orient you to what's out there and motivates you to track down some of the ones you haven't heard of yet. See you later. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. 
We are also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.